You're listening to Ember Weekend, your weekend recap of all things Ember. This is episode 44. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson, and we're here to keep you in the Ember Run Loop. We're broadcasting from HashRacket HQ, and today's episode is called Fast Food Has a Logo Now. We're not going to talk about Fast Food first, though. Boom. Yeah, you got to wait till like right at the end. Yeah, right at the end. It's like uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to hold your attention until right there, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna just drop the bomb. Fast boot, boom. Yeah. Or or is that called burying the lead? Uh, burying the lead? Or burying? Burying? I don't burying? think that's how you pronounce. It's how you spell that word. It's like that's burying. It's like word. There's like a bear. You're yeah. gonna bear it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, what was it? What was the thing you told me about that? Like you bury the lead, but lead's not spelled the right way. Lead is spelled L-E-D-E. Yeah. Go look it's, that up. Super weird. Go learn yourself. Go <laughs> learn yourself some. So the first thing we're going to mention is a blog post by Ricardo Mendez. You probably know him more familiarly. Is that a word, Chase? Help me out here. Yeah, more, sure. More, with more familiarity uh, as locks on Slack. Um, he's, uh, he's constantly there uh, helping everyone out. Um, you know, experience, experience level is not necessarily relevant. He helps all types of people. Very experienced. Super helpful. Um, and he wrote a uh, blog post on uh, adders, and uh, I think this is basically a counter post to the 113 blog post, like on the official Ember.js blog. That's basically that basically encouraged you to use adders. It's like, yeah, just use this adders. It's gonna be so simple. And apparently, there's a lot of uh, subtlety to the usage of adders uh, between um, what were then called angle bracket components and are now called glimmer components and classic components, which are you know the standard components that you've probably been working with for a long time. Um, and this blog post basically just outlines like kind of some rationale behind basically not using adders unless you're using it for actions. Uh, actions tend to be uh, fine, but outside of uh, use with actions, you should probably find another way. For, for a variety of reasons. I think, Chase, you have a better bead on this than I do. Um, it has to do with, like, uh, the bindings, right? Yeah, I, 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 I am the latest person that, that Locks has helped try to understand this problem because I, uh, <laughs> before we covered this, I asked him to explain it to me. Uh, because I've used this before. I've used uh, this.adders with classic components and never run into an issue. So I was really confused at why I'd care. And, uh, you know, and also, obviously, we're using it for actions. And I, so I went through and I like I pulled up a project and I started playing around with this and I was like, hey, everything's working fine. Like, what's what's the what's the deal? Um, and it turns out that there's there they are subtle issues and they're they're things that are like um, from what I understand, if it's a binding that's getting passed down versus just like you putting a string in that place, it changes what's actually in this dot adders. So it's not always right. Like it's not consistent with itself. It might work. You might see it working. Um, but then later somebody changes the way they invoke your component and all of a sudden you don't get like the actual string value you wanted that it evaluated to because of the binding, you get some internal uh, Ember thing that they reference. Um, and that was left out of the post because it's obviously super like complicated and it's really internal. It's changing right now anyway because of Glimmer. So there's no real point going into all of it. The The real takeaway is there was a trade-off between using um, this.adders to kind of like maybe future-proof your component so that when you change it to a Glimmer component, yeah, I'm already calling this dot adder, so I don't have to change anything. Versus um, not always having consistent behavior, and so this is saying like lean toward the side of doing a little bit of upgrade work once you know Glimmer components are finalized and you're using them. Just go ahead and use this dot get, which will do the right thing all the time. Right, right. I and mean, just to just to briefly recap, the the difference here we're talking about is the difference between uh, properties and ad- adders. Um, one being defined in your JavaScript file and one being defined at a uh, component invocation. And we're talking about uh, 
how you reference those ad adders, um, the difference between Glimmer and classic components. Yeah, in the backing component, the, in the JavaScript file, um, you could say in the classic components, you can say this dot get the name of the thing, and that would like pr automatically proxy to the the one you either you defined in the JavaScript or it would get the the one on the adder. Um, new Glimmer components don't do that, so um, some people, including me, have started using this dot adders to to do this and um, thinking that this is like a like the way forward. I might as well kind of like upgrade the the syntax of these components now to prepare for Glimmer components. The problem is that there are these subtle uh, bugs that get introduced when that happens. Right, right. So definitely check this out. And uh, at the bottom of the post, after um, the the bulk of the meat of the post, he basically says, reach out to me on Slack if you have any more questions, which is exactly what we did. So I think uh, it's one of those things where you should go and read it and uh, try to absorb as much as you can. If you have more questions or if you have an edge case that you've noticed that has kind of perplexed you or whatever, maybe you can talk it out on uh, on Slack, like need help or something would be really good, I think. So yeah, definitely worth a read. This past Friday, Katie Gangler mentioned that she has now upgraded Ember Try to work with NPM packages. Uh, she mentioned this on the interview that we uh, conducted with her, what, like November, I want to say? Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, and yeah, finally finally there. I, I know how much work this was. It was uh, had to have been a tremendous effort because, uh, yeah, NPM. <laughs> anytime, anytime you really have to go into that that ecosystem I mean, there's uh, there's some pain in there but uh, ember try previously only allowed you to modify bower packages i believe uh and now you're able to specify npm and this is actually a really good time for this i'm assuming you know not this is not a coincidence obviously uh but it it coincides with uh, the movement from em of ember data from being a bower package to being a an add-on that is controlled via npm uh, so it's uh, it's really good timing. Uh, so yeah, Ember Try. It's another thing to take a look at. I know the uh, obviously the um, the main libraries are using it extensively to ensure that they don't have breaking stuff. Um, so it's pretty cool. I, I was really stoked to hear this change. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to unlock some doors. Yeah, I think uh, in the interview we had asked her a couple other things about like what's the road ahead for Ember Try. Um, and I, I actually asked her about this and she said, oh, well, you know, I'm working on getting the NPM module thing. And then I said, well, what about testing against different versions of Ember CLI? Uh, and she was like, well, that, you know, the prerequisite for that is we have to get the NPM modules fixed. And, um, so I was thinking maybe she was going to tackle that, but at, uh, one, one of our stories coming up, um, Tom Dale asked her if there was a way that she could have Ember try test different versions of fast boot. So I thought that was a very interesting maybe next path for Ember Try. That'll be really interesting. Yeah, a lot, a lot of work because obviously Fastboot's a moving target too, and yeah. it's a fast target. So yeah, check out Ember Try, and if uh, you're if you know if you're not already using it, it's a great add-on to test your 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 project or your add-on for support for multiple versions of Ember or Ember data. Very cool. Yeah. This past week, Ihani Ekachuku uh, did a a talk uh, about an intro to Ember Two. And uh, the things I really liked about this were, A, it was a very approachable talk. I really liked how, um, how the, the different sections of the talk were basically his own experiences. Uh, in the, basically, these are the reasons I like Ember. Uh, and the reason that's cool is not only because of you know, the things I mentioned before, but it's also cool because he comes from a design, a design background uh, and then moved to Rails and then from Rails to Ember. And I think that's an interesting path that you know, is 
fairly uncommon. I feel like the Rails to Ember is pretty common, but uh, but designer to programmer, designer to developer is a little unusual. So it's really great. So he had he had a he had a, a multifaceted kind of talk where he basically said these are the things that drew me to Ember as a designer, and these are the things that drew me to Ember as a developer, and they're different, but they're kind of cool. So uh, one of the things he mentions were animations uh, from the design perspective, like Liquid Fire uh, being ba baked in is is really important. So that was his selling point as a designer. And then as a developer, he was talking about uh, the rendering engine and uh, the convention over configuration, uh, build tooling, that sort of thing, not having to think about build tooling. Uh, so it was, it was really cool. I, I really like it. It was very approachable talk. And I don't know, it was, it was pretty great. Yeah, it was a really cool talk. And uh, like you said, I, lo I love the the design aspect of it because I don't typically think of it like that. And, uh, you know, and so sh showing uh, the like design first and like this is what I wanted and then uh this is why I chose Ember uh typically I'm like I chose Ember let me make some design that fits my Ember um I think <laughs> the other way around uh so so it's nice to see people are they choose Ember because Ember does like they it solves the problems that they have yeah um, absolutely and some of the examples he had were really pretty like the three column layout thing uh was an awesome example of how Ember can do things and how it keeps uh data and ui like data view state and the url all kind of in sync together uh yeah. it was a really great example so i and i looked pretty too right and that the, the way that that uh that three column um you know thing was laying out where you select one and the other one kind of like slides out from underneath it and you select another one it slides out i was just thinking like that's that would totally be awesome as a file system browser yeah. um and somebody i, I actually met, uh, saw somebody the other day on twitter asking about is there a good like file system browser it was for sam Ember. Yeah. Okay. Was it Sam? Yeah, I think so. I think so, I saw that too. So yeah, but that that effect though is awesome. Like I love that transition. Yeah. And it turned out that wasn't even Liquid Fire. He he had actually you know coded that with just CSS. Right. Um, and then he go, he went into Liquid Fire later and was talking about some more advanced uh, animations. But that was just raw CSS. Yeah. It was very cool. So definitely check that talk out and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. So this past Thursday, uh, Ember NYC had a uh, a new New York resident. Uh, talk about fast boot. Hey, who is uh, that? It's new, new New York. This is some new guy named Tom Dale. Tom Dale. Yeah, he he's he uh, wears glasses, right? He's uh no, he doesn't wear glasses anymore. Oh no, no glasses anymore. Contacts, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he goes he goes into depth at that at the very beginning yeah. of his talk. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, and I like I like the slow boot reference. Slow yeah, boot. He, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he he like fractured his ankle or something, and he has a cast on. So he's like, okay, everybody make everybody make the jokes about slow boot Tom Dale now. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a great talk. Uh, I um, I'm really eager to use fast boot um, in some projects, and so I'm like trying to like line up a ways to do this. And it's ever like it's becoming so much easier now to get this to to work. So I have no real excuses. Um, well, but, except for yeah, except for some some uh, some underpinnings need to be worked out for ember weekend anyways oh yeah if we wanted to use it for ember weekend there there are some um some issues with i think liquid fire um luckily i don't think we use any did insert element hooks which are that some of the some things don't get fired from fast food intentionally though um the he was talking about this like add-on authors need to go look through their add-ons and kind of test them against fast food to make sure that they work um and like do the correct things when they're rendered on a server um but but hopefully you know in the end you know, everybody like it's. He said something about it. He wants to handle the ninety-nine percent use case. So only like, you know, a small fraction of people will not just be able to add in this, you know, this add-on and deploy and uh, and be up on fast boot. Because um, there are other frameworks he mentions that that do also 
this this thing where you can render them anywhere. And so rendering on the server is not a huge problem, except for they don't deal with anything else. So there's the rest of the ecosystem around them. You have to like bake your own solutions for it. Yeah, and that's not really approachable for people. I think I think that uh, that ninety nine percent like the focus on on ease of use is the thing that makes me most excited about Fastboot. Um, just because like it's really it really is progressive enhancement for the web. Like for Ember, it's like do this, but you could do this now if you wanted to. Like if you really put you know your mind to it or your budget to it, I guess maybe would be a better way to say that. Um, you could definitely get a lot of this functionality like now, um, but it it's not really accessible unless you are really really like it's a super high high demand business need. So trying to make this more accessible, that's the thing that's going to make this like this feel great. Like you're just gonna be able to plug it in and work. And I know there was a there was a lot of work and several minutes of the talk talk about uh, deployment being the the hardest part. And they've been working with the Ember CLI deploy team to try to make that a little more streamlined. Um, I don't remember who the sponsors are that's sponsoring the work on Fastboot right now, but um, it's uh, it's definitely pretty awesome. I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. And and the thing that we really have to mention because it's the name of the the episode, um, it has a logo. <laughs> Apparently, Tom Dale spent more time writing, building the logo than he did on the talk he gave for NYC. So I don't know if that's good for the logo and bad for the meetup or bad for them. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, the logo looks great. We're probably gonna we're probably gonna uh, reference it in the show notes because it's uh, it's super cool. I like it. It's a little rocket ship. It's cool. Something else I learned the other day from Tom Dale was that uh, um, they're trying to make it so that you can have multiple fast boot servers running on a cluster so that you have like faster response um although i don't know how necessary that'd be because like the you know node server should be able to render multiple clients but he did mention that a a cluster of fast boot servers is called a stampede i was i thought it was gonna be fast beats fast, fast beats fast, fast beats it could go either way uh no a stampede's probably better should call uh, das das boots das boots there you go <laughs> that's uh yeah that's that's a that's a terrible you do like the old dos logo it's such a bad such a bad rep. anyways uh yeah fast food's really exciting i think uh he he did a really good job of explaining the reason for the pain around uh the splitting of uh, instance initializers versus regular initializers and why that's necessary uh, and it's basically to make your app um allowed to like save a lot of time and make your app uh, be able to handle concurrent requests or fast boot be able to handle concurrent requests uh, so it boots up the main app one time, and then anytime a request comes in, an application instance is made that can handle the stuff, uh, and those are sandboxed such that they can do all the work they need to do and send back the response without interfering with um, another request coming in. So uh, that was really cool. That was a, There was a cool diagram. I, I don't know why diagrams help so much, but every, every once in a while I'll catch one and be like, oh, that makes sense. Now, now I get it. Yeah, now I get it. That makes sense. So... Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool. Definitely check this out. Um, we're gonna talk about one more talk from Ember NYC, but uh, really, anytime NYC puts a video up, you should probably tune in because it's some great content. Luke does a really good job of organizing that, um, along with all the people who help there. So uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. Also, if you're looking for a job in the Ember space, it's also a good uh, meetup to watch because at the beginning of it, there's always like seven companies coming up saying we're looking for Ember devs. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's definitely pretty, uh, pretty cool to see the 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 ecosystem growing in that way. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So one of the other things that was talked about at this Ember NYC meetup uh, that we've discussed in a past episode is what is now called Ember Concurrency by Alex Matchnier. Uh, this is formerly Ember or Ember CSP. Do you remember CSP. what that stands it, for? 
uh, sequence something procedure. I don't know. It's go routines. It's go routines. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was something That's much easier uh, to remember. I feel it was like something it be... much more specific, and now it's yeah. something much more general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think the reason for that is that there's there's uh, it's it's going to encompass more than just what CSPs were for. So right. it's going to be more than that. And and last time we talked about it, it was just a twiddle, and it was very much a spike that Alex put together. Um, but this time it seems like uh, he pulled it onto an add-on, and he was able to uh, get a few uh, a few examples together that were pretty cool. Um, and he's using function generators instead of uh, async await. So the function star syntax is finally going to have to enter my my uh, my repertoire, <laughs> if, if you will say. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. And and like in it, he really explains like the reasons why you might want to use something like this. And a lot of it has to do with cancelable uh, async behavior uh, and a few use cases that are really great. Um, I want to say it was. Uh, ghost that they that he did one of the examples in was it ghost yeah yeah he mentions the ghost blog which is a uh, blog where the front end is written in ember um so he mentions that uh, that blog as an example so yeah anyways uh this is one of the things we wanted to bring it back up again because this is uh if you were interested in in the uh in the twiddle that we we mentioned uh, a few episodes back this is a really good uh, entry point to kind of start exploring this stuff i think it's still very alpha he said that he was using it in his own app so um likely it's going to be moving towards a more stable release soon uh, if he's actually using it. So uh, I would definitely keep an eye on this. There are going to be some really cool use cases for this. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Absolutely. Absolutely cool. Thanks for listening to Ember Weekend. If you'd like to follow along, visit us at emberweekend.com. Or you can find us at Ember Weekend, all one word, on Twitter, or subscribe via RSS. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And we'll see you next weekend.